What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm with my favorite mentally unstable mass murderer, Haysom. How's it going, Haysom? You know, I uh, was doing some research on Batman. Where are you now? And uh, <laughs> one of the things I realized about him is that uh, he's not a very religious person. He skips church. He does? Yeah. Okay. I think uh, that's why they cast Christian Bale. Oh. Oh, no. Today, <laughs> we are reviewing Joker. And that was the worst joke you've told so far. <laughs> I mean, it's ironic that we're reviewing the movie Joker, and uh, that was just an awful joke. Uh, yeah, it took a lot of effort to it come did. up with. It kind of hurt. <laughs> All right. The... Um, the rules of the podcast are simple. Haysam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. Who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate? The coin of fate. No, 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 Coin, coin of, of fate. fate. <laughs> the catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers. As always, let us begin with our patented one-breath synopsis. Joker is a 2019 American psychological thriller film directed by Todd Phillips, who co-wrote the screenplay with Scott Silver. The film, based on DC Comics character, stars Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. An origin story set in 1981, the film follows Arthur Fleck, a mentally ill, failed stand-up comedian who turns to a life of crime and chaos. Forever alone in a crowd, Arthur Fleck sees connection as he walks the streets of Gotham City. Arthur wears two masks, the one he paints for his day job as a clown, and the guys he protects, he projects in a futile attempt to feel like he's part of the world around him. Isolated, bullied, and disregarded by society, Fleck begins his slow descent into madness as he transforms into the criminal mastermind known as the Joker. I am now about to flip the coin of fate. Much like, uh, you know, what's Two-Face would, as a matter of fact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it lands on heads, you have to love this movie. If it lands on tails, you have to hate it. Here goes nothing. Heads. You so, I have to love, love it. I loved the Joker. It is pretty much more. It's actually more than what I had hoped it would be. It had me riveted the entire time. Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin was not Joaquin around. Uh, this movie is depressing. It's dark. It is immature. It is a movie that is. Tr it is an R-rated movie, but it is so immature. Uh, Joker, the character is brilliant because Joaquin Phoenix has done something that we didn't think was possible. He created a whole no. new Joker that just lives on its own. Okay, so there's two parts about talking about the Joker, the character and then the actor, and we'll get to both. Let's start about the character first. This is supposed to be an origin movie, but the Joker is the Joker right from the start. He is a crazy person. No, he's not the Joker right he from is. the start. This How movie, is he the Joker right from the start? He is. He is crazy right from the start. He's not crazy. You, he's mentally ill. Why do you have against mentally ill people? What do you have against mentally ill people? From the no, start, this the movie, Joker makes it a point to say- This movie has something against mentally ill 
people, not me. The Joker doesn't have anything against mental ill people. The actual message of this film is we need to look after the people in society <laughs> who are mentally ill so that they don't feel this, isolated. This movie has no message. It has absolutely no point of view. Uh, it kind of flirts with... How it, does it have no point of view? It has no point of view. What's, it absolutely what is the, what, has, what is the has point? major, multiple points of view. It, it is exactly... There's an isolation. There's an isolation of... Said, no, no, no yeah, point of view. No, let That's me let me explain what I mean. All right, this, right. It flirts with talking about different things. It flirts with talking about rich versus poor. It flirts with talking about you know uh, the mental state, uh, you know, mental health care. It flirts with talking about politics. But like Joker in the movie, uh-huh. this movie takes no position. I ha- I feel like you're just jealous of how much flirting is going on in this movie, <laughs> and you feel like you wish that there was some flirting happening. Uh, no. You? No? None whatsoever. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, no. Explain. Like, I uh, would you like you to rebuke to, to, my, to what rebut? I just said? Yeah. I will. I will happily rebuke and rebut. Uh, no but. <laughs> no but. Just buke. <laughs> just bukes. <laughs> yes. This movie has a very strong perspective. It is talking about a society that is in decline. It is talking about a society that has become rotten from the inside out to the point that rats have literally infested the city. But what? Do you want me to buke or not? You want me to buke? Okay, go on. Let me buke. Okay. All right. So the perspective that it's taking is that this society has become so uneven, so unequal, that there is a simmering resentment at the, the happening at the lower levels of society against the wealthy, the haves versus the have-nots. And Joker is a symbol of everything that is being uh, put down, uh, that is being ignored, that is being uh, harassed, that is being violated. It is a warning to society not to allow something like this to happen, not to allow society to get rotten at its core because what's going to happen is a backlash of some sort. So that's the perspective that is taken. Its perspective is for society not to become rotten. That's not really a perspective. That's just It is truth. absolutely a it perspective. That's what's happening anything. in North America that right is, now. What do you got? You've got you've got Trump's uh, entire army, half the entire United States, and this movie was born of the United States. So even though we don't live in the United States, we can absolutely talk about it no, in relation to the United States. So so in the United States, you have half the entire population agreeing to have their own rights taken away from them, agreeing to have the rich get richer, for corporations to have as much power as possible at the expense of the common man. So yes, this is absolutely that is not a, a warning, perspective not, at all. It is absolutely how is this not a perspective? No. Okay, what does it say? Okay. It's a warning. There is a disparity between the rich and the poor. What is it saying about that? It's only all it's saying is stating that there's a disparity and it's saying hate. that it's saying that it's not that, saying anything. It, how it's can not, you keep saying it, that it's not saying it, it, what it is, is saying it saying? That those who are ignored by society, those who are allowed to slip through its cracks, should not be left to their own devices. They should not be left to slip through the cracks. They should be taken care of. They should be it, it's That's talking a, about those who are uh th- those who are vulnerable should not be left to, uh, to 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 suffer at the hands of an overwhelming what society. You, I mean, why is how, that not a perspective? That's what the entire that? fucking film is about. That's what the entire <laughs> film is about. How is that in any way something like you know you 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 sound like you make it sound like it's something revelatory? It's not. It's it is not. absolutely oh, relevant. What poor people should not be treated like shit. Whoa, is that well, the point? Y- well, they you know what? If that was, if that didn't have to be stated, <laughs> then North America and the United States in particular would not have, have given birth to this movie. This movie is pretending to be this incredibly bold film. 
It's not. It is a teenage boy's wet dream. Is How what is this, this a teenage is. boy's wet dream? That's what this it is. film is this talking is. about an individual who has suffered greatly, a mentally ill individual who has self-awareness. He realizes that he's mentally ill and he is ignored. Let's get As back someone to- who debates with a mentally ill person every single day, I think that mentally ill people yeah. should be taken more into account. Oh, mentally ill people should be taken. That's, that's the, why I listen to you that's all the, the time. The point that it's making. Let's get back to that point of, of uh, what were you talking about? Sorry, I got after that. You just got so worked up in your blathering because you called me mentally ill. I did. Uh, <laughs> Let's go back. Oh, okay, right? yeah, this is Look, what this le- is. This is what I wanted mm-hmm. to say. Uh, Joker has zero character arc. If this was a movie about a guy who what. If this was, what are you talking it, about? Okay, How me, does Joker have zero character? Let, let me he ask goes you a question. from being downtrodden. Let me explain. Let okay. me ask you a question. If in the very first scene, Joker, when he's making, you know, remember that scene, the first scene. Right? The first scene when he is if, crying in front of the mirror. Yes. yes. If he got up and he shot somebody, would you be surprised or would you be like, oh, that's. Yes, yes. I would have been surprised because Why? he was afraid of the weapon. He was afraid of the gun. He didn't understand violence. He wasn't violent. His no, character arc the, was that his, he realized. His character that, arc is that he stops doing the pills that is all that happens he does not change if this was the man of if this was the story of a decline of a regular man slowly being bullied into becoming mm-hmm. the joker and going kind of mentally that's, insane that's exactly what happens it's not that's literally what he happens literally he descends the, into violence and then he becomes think about it this way literally society is so sick that society gotham society is so sick that the person that they turn to that becomes their symbol is the person who is the sickest of all. Literally, from the first scene of the movie, he is sick. He is the Joker. He is delusional. This movie is he used not to think that his he used to think that his life was a tragedy, but he now realizes that it's a fucking comedy. That's what happens. He goes from having one perspective on his life to being a victim, being a victim from being a victim, from being downtrodden, from being completely uh, just at the mercy of children in the street who beat the crap out of him to being the symbol of an entire city and having control and having a sense of power. This is another pseudo-psychological philosophical line in the movie that uh, amounts to... Nothing. How how does it amount to nothing? It, it explain. Really you can't just does. say it amounts I, to nothing. I'm explaining. Back it, it up. This movie is completely hollow. It doesn't have any actual. Like, let's talk about that final scene, right? Where he talks about, oh, why did you do this? Is it for a political reason? And he goes, oh no, I don't actually have a perspective. The Joker doesn't have a perspective. He's not actually fighting for anything. The Joker he isn't political. The Joker is just fi- the Joker is fending for himself. But the he Joker, becomes politicized. The Joker represents the movie's themes. The Joker doesn't have a political the leaning. movie doesn't he have doesn't, a political leaning exactly the joker it shouldn't have a political leaning the joker leaning. doesn't have it not just political it doesn't he doesn't have any belief the movie doesn't have any beliefs it doesn't say anything about the mental. joker has say, resentment the joker has anger the joker has 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 been lied to he's been taken advantage of the joker as a character is a receptacle for every ill and every violent thing that has been done to the to 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 uh to to the vulnerable switch uh, ah, <laughs> the joker is uh not something to be celebrated the joker is this poor uh just he's the joker is like a whipping boy 
And we get our pleasure out of seeing this whipping boy get beaten over and over and over. I mean, what kind of a sick mind could come up with this thing in the first place? And then to have it at the end become celebrated like the Joker is some kind of hero? What the, What is this saying to us? What is this saying to us that, you know what? If you, if you feel like society has just been so rough on you, all you need to do is violently fight back and everything will be okay. Well, you have to be mentally ill if that's what you took out of the movie. Uh, well, the fact is that a lot of people will take that out of the movie. And that's the danger of having a movie like this. So when you watch the Joker, like the world coming down on the Joker over and over again, you feel terrible. And that is how you're supposed to feel. It is evoking the right feeling. I mean, how many things can go wrong for one guy? Seriously, man. Over and over and over. Talk about beating a dead horse. It starts off with him... Uh, you know, getting uh, surrounded by by these assholes at work, well, you and, know and implying that he's actually being sexually assaulted by that the bigger clown. You then he gets beaten up in the street by children. Then he uh, he uh, loses his job. Then he gets beaten up on the metro. Then 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 it's like okay, come on, like we get it. You know, you it's a bit live, excessive. You live an incredibly privileged life, and <laughs> therefore you don't understand the daily pains that people have to go through. Tell me right? about your daily pains. Poverty. Okay, I am very poor. I don't have food to eat. Okay, my mother doesn't love me. She doesn't. My wife left me. Oh no. My children left me for as an, well. Yeah, they left for me another father. For another father. Okay, my therapist left me. Did they he? All, he left me. He said, "I don't want to talk to you anymore." Right. These are the daily problems that people face. Uh-huh. Right. And. When and so what does this movie say? Uh, fix your problems with violence? No, that's like, not what on. it says at all. At the end right? of the day, we have we end up celebrating a psychopath. And that is what the movie says about the audience, about the times we live in. When you watch this movie and you have people celebrating this psychopath, what does that say about society? That says that that this movie is crossing a line. If this movie is actually creating a situation where people will literally interpret it and actually see it as inspiration to go out and cause violence, it is a, it is not a responsible this, thing to do. This is clearly then a reflection of society, right? That's what okay, the movie fine, is. but there are horrible things happening in society all the time. There are much, there are very violent, very uh, horrific things happening to people. Why don't we have uh, movies but that celebrate these horrible, horrible things? You know, not se- it's like saying don't make a war movie because people will go to war. Oh my God, right? Okay, make make thing. a war movie with some kind of statement don't just make a war movie that revels in 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 blood and guts and violence what's the point of that it would blood blood and there are maybe two scenes of violence in this movie right in that amazing scene where Joaquin Phoenix stabs that let's talk about his performance we're moving away <laughs> from this amazing right, Oscar worthy about, performance fine, let's talk about his performance right how to get an Oscar lose 50 pounds there's your performance well, if that there you go, I would have won an Oscar by now <laughs> if that's what you needed to do. Right? I need. I, I would he, like to try to win an Oscar because then I could be. Then I could lose fifty pounds. <laughs> you cannot take your eyes off him throughout this movie. Of, he, of course not, because you're just looking at him the entire time. There isn't a single shot without him in it, and he carries this entire film. There isn't a single shot without him in this movie. He is so nuanced and he is so large at the same time. You see his pain, you see his pathos, and you see his kind of simmering evil 
this performance is unlike anything I've ever seen. It's cringeworthy. It's so over the top. It's so theatrical. It's so excessive. Literally half the time he spends it contorting his body and dancing. I mean, fine, you can get anybody to do that this if is, he's lost fifty pounds. This, he's just twisting around and and and, and you know it's. This extension of the Joker, this version of the Joker, is just, to me, another iteration of this version of Joaquin Phoenix that is all edgy and dark and and trying too hard to be uh, this kind of, act like some kind of tortured artist when we all know he lives in perfect comfort and uh, there's nothing for him to complain about. (laughs) What are you talking about? Let's talk about the actual performance in this movie. He does come off as tortured. He does come off as this so empathetic character who is pure evil. Right? Switch, switch, switch. <laughs> he is pure evil. This performance compares, li- does not compare to the amazing performance given to us by Jared Leto. It does not <laughs> compare to the amazing performance given by Jack Nicholson, by Heath Ledger, by Cesar Romero. The Joker is probably <laughs> one of the easiest characters to play. Everyone who's ever played, because it's just this over-the-top, crazy right it's like this film school performance of a guy trying to play over the top crazy that is the re- easiest thing that I you would can have do. never there is thought, no nuance in it I would have never thought that I could see laughter look so painful I would have never thought that I could see a version of the Joker who is so tortured and so uh, so internally twisted that it actually makes you understand that this could be a real origin story in the past Heath Ledger had multiple origin stories because he was meant to be chaotic. Uh, Cesar Romero was, you know, very, very kind of slapsticky and uh, and and playful. Uh, Jared Leto, let's not even talk about that. And Heath Ledger, uh, you know, was the peak that we had at the at the time, right? Uh, and of course, sorry, Jack Nicholson, very theatrical and really incredible and and playful and almost comic comical. This version of the Joker is so unique; it is its own perfect version of the Joker and Joaquin Phoenix brought it to life in a way that he literally became the even the, the way that he looked the the way he laughed the way he spoke you absolutely believed that he was uh that he was that he tortured was, that, that he was, he was trying soul. so hard and this movie is trying so hard to be, you know, to show off his performance. It's a very show-offy performance that it forgets about every other side character. Every other character is one note. They have nothing to do. They have nothing to say. There is no other performance that might even be remotely memorable in this Robert movie. Robert De Niro's performance in this was perfect. He channeled this version of a talk show host and he was so uh, theatrical and playful in it he could have phoned it in but he didn't he made it something of his own and that's what made it so brutal when you had the confrontation between Joaquin Phoenix and Robert Niro at the end he was a he was a perfectly cast character and I'm surprised that you say that there were so many other characters his mom seemed just so so insane at the end which you started off feeling really sorry for her and then at the end you realized that she had a lot of mental problems of her own uh, you had his fellow clowns were also interesting and they're unique. all again one note character his mom he she's obsessed with Wayne and she's kind of terrible to her son how's she one Vane. note she's, she's, she's a rich guy she's not one uh, she how's she one note what makes him what? And besides that, this is a character study. It's a character study that is focused on the Joker. So he is the most important element in the film. The other characters are not one note, but he is the focus. The other characters serve 
as reflections of him. But he doesn't like this movie. Does he doesn't have a lot of character? What <laughs> he really doesn't. How does he not have a he lot of character? Is, he is a bunch of ticks put together. He is that <laughs> laugh. He is the skinniness. And, he yes. is the dance. He yeah. is the makeup. That's it. And he's They're, a lot more than that. They are he's just also, a bunch of ticks. He's also That's a all it is. He's a comedian who is a failed comedian who somehow creates. The, he allows us to understand that he doesn't understand comedy. When you're you watching him, you are yeah. clearly delusional. <laughs> You are delusional like the Joker (laughs) if you think that this movie is good. So when you see him sitting down at the the, uh, comedy club and he's laughing when everybody else is not and he's not laughing when everybody else is and he's trying to take notes so that he could learn comedy, that was absolute genius. It just showed how disconnected he was from reality. It is so heavy-handed. Everything about this movie is heavy-handed from the little card that says, oh, look, he has a problem where he laughs randomly. Yeah, because that was just a brilliant, a brilliant take on how you can justify the Joker's laughter. Think about it this way. In most of the other uh, movie representations of the Joker, his laugh was never, it was almost tacked on because we know that he's supposed to laugh. In the comic books, he laughs constantly. Uh, in Jared Leto's uh, uh, Joker, I mean, I don't know yeah. what, what that laugh was. It was you know, really weird. Speaking of laughter. I did not laugh once during this movie. It has zero joy in it. It has it is just so depressing and dark and it's like just shitty to sit through. Like it is a slog to sit through How's this it's, movie. It's a not this movie I can't wait to watch it again. I can't wait to see it again and again. It works at so many levels. It is. It, it had moments of levity, but it wasn't about. It wasn't it meant to be a comedy. Didn't have any moments of levity. It is just so unrelentingly grim. Mm. And the only time you're supposed to feel any kind of celebration is when the Joker is killing people. It's like, a drama. It it's it's here, a dramatic it interpretation of it, a really really tortured character. It's not dramatic. It is just depressing. It is that's that's its tone and that's its thrown throughout from the first frame it to is, the it last is, it frame. Is, it is dramatic. But it absolutely is not depressing. A depressing movie would have left me feeling depleted. This movie left me it feeling left energized, me. and we ended up talking about it for about three hours afterwards. It left you so don't you tell me that you yeah, were feeling it, depleted. I had to get all that and like all that distastefulness out. That's why I was talking, right? This movie know, is distasteful. And you know what I find really interesting? Todd Phillips, of yep. all people. Todd Phillips, who is a comedy director, who directed the Hangover series, Due Date, uh, Road Trip, amongst others. And he comes out of left field and he creates what is definitely an Oscar, going to be nominated for an Oscar, has already won uh, the, the Venice film uh, uh, Golden Lion. And, uh, and, 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 did the gold- that without, and did that without... Uh, relying on his on his uh, comedy chops. The Golden Lion doesn't mean anything. It has sixty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't mean anything. Rotten Tomatoes no. is the worst I, example. I, 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 I am giving it you is the worst. Am, I'm giving you an example because you said it has such great you know, critical it's reception. It's got like ninety percent audience reception as well. It's got ninety two percent audience reception. You said that it has a great ca- you know because it said won the cans or whatever. I'm just telling you that it's not this Oscar winning movie that has great critical reception. It, it, Absolutely it's does not have great critical be, It won the palm. What was doesn't. it? The, the Golden Lion. Uh, Rashomon won the Golden Lion. Brokeback Mountain uh, won it in the past. And now Joker. 
That so they've already it already has the accolade. You can't tell me it's not because it does. This movie, too late. It, it it is one of those things that it when you first watch it you go like wow, but if you think about it even for a second you realize how terrible it is because it has no depth. Switch. This movie has so much <laughs> depth that I have to watch it over and over again just to understand. And I can't wait for Oscar seasons when it wins all the Oscars: best makeup, best costumes. Yeah, best makeup. I could have pa- finger painted that on my face. Jokers. Best makeup. Come on, you just take some blue, some white, and some red, and you just slap it on your face. There you go. There's your makeup. Joker's design in this movie is design. So what unique design? What he had like a suit. The colors of this movie, the saturated colors of this movie, you mean the way like he looks, dull, toxic his, green, like how how his makeup changes from the beginning of the movie to the end, and how much it speaks about his character, it, all of it. What low hanging fruit? Low hanging. Ah, his makeup changes from beginning <laughs> to end. It it starts off with him having more playful makeup, and then it becomes kind of more more yes. threatening makeup. Oh, big As deal! You know what? Good on. job, makeup people. You're doing your job. And the set design, the cinematography. The it's... set design. All they ended up doing was shooting in New Jersey. New. <laughs> <laughs> it is every every detail of this movie is incredible it looks like it's a comic book movie but it also kind of it doesn't look reality. like a comic book movie at all when I go to see a comic book movie I want to see a comic book movie I want to see the comics brought to life you know what this doesn't reference anything in the Joker Joker world you could have taken Batman and his, and the backstory with the Gordon <laughs> you could have taken you could have, you could have taken uh, the entire story with uh, the Wayne family out of this movie and it would still have been its own thing because it had no connection to the comic books. So were they just trying to ride off of the, the popularity of comic books? This shows comic book how movies. comic book movies have evolved. Comic book movies used to mean that something for the kids to watch, like the yeah. teenage kids, but now it shows that they can have real depth. They can have real heft. Logan started this. This is the next step. Logan was nominated for an Oscar. This is going to be nominated for an Oscar too. Uh, and you know it what? It is time you know what? that comic this book film, movies were taken seriously. This film represents... This film references some of Martin Scorsese's work from the mid-70s. Yeah. Including um, Taxi Driver, Driver, King of Comedy, King of Comedy, amongst other uh, films of that era. Martin Scorsese just came out a couple of days ago. He said, these comic book movies, they're not cinema. And I'm sorry to say this. I am inclined to agree. (laughs) All right? If the person that that you're referencing turns around and says, hey, listen, maybe you should be trying something else. Uh, I think it says something. I'm sorry I'm saying this. I really well, mean it. this movie came out, bef- like this quote came out before the uh, before Joker came out. So Scorsese will probably change his mind once he sees Joker. Uh-huh. Uh, what, that's that's it. There's that's no, it? Uh-huh, that's that's your it. statement? He will clearly change his well, mind. Well, he, he got to read the script. He this, Todd Phillips shared the script with Scorsese. Scorsese spoke to him about the script. And then he said that. He hasn't watched the film. And I am certain once he cha- watches this movie, he changes his mind. Even if he doesn't change his mind, it doesn't matter. That's what Scorsese says. You know what? Let me, let, let me put this another Scorsese's way. Scorsese's have- last movie was Silence. And I think that's what he should have kept when it comes to this movie. <laughs> You know what, Scorsese? Scorsese's next film is The Irishman. All right, and uh, I think uh, I don't know <laughs> something about Irishman. You all right, something about Irishman. I line. didn't know what was gonna uh, how it was gonna end up. 
the point being that uh, I don't need to argue against comic book movies because I don't think that that would be fair. I actually <laughs> started. I did. I'm, 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 I'm now backtracking because uh, I can't hold up that argument for long. I love comic book, comic book movies, and this is not one of them. That's my argument, is that this is riding on the coattails of comic you movies, s- trying to cash in. You sit around here saying that's not what comic book movies are, and you clearly are such a comic book noob. You don't understand Excuse graphic. Excuse me? You're a comic what? Book noob. I was reading comic books before you were born, my friend. And you, How uh, dare you call me a comic book the, noob? Actually, that makes sense. So you're reading comic books during the Silver Age, when comic books were all different. The Silver right? Age? What year is that? This is like in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the classic super bad. Comic books have changed. The Dark when, Knight what, changed comics. And right. this is the movie that changes it. This is okay. This fine, is, this fine, a com- fine. This so is look, a graphic let's, novel. Let let let's let's. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, this movie is. Uh, it has a lot of controversy surrounding it, you know, and I think that as soon as uh, as as one person uh, uses it to justify something that they're gonna do, some horrible act. All right, you're gonna realize that this film should never have been made. If one person reacts to this movie in that way, it shows how provocative and influential this movie is and why movies like this need to be made. Switch! Movies like this should not be made <laughs> ever. As a matter of fact, cinemas should be shut down. Todd Phillips should be shot. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> need to go back in the gutter that he was eight years ago. Uh, and I think I'm going to take a gun and shoot down everybody in Hollywood who goes to watch this movie because it, <laughs> movies like this shouldn't exist. Uh, and so I guess we now have reached uh, the natural conclusion of this debate, and it's time for the moment of truth. Hey, Sam, tell me what you really thought about this film. You go first. <laughs> me go first? Yeah. Me go first. Okay. I think this movie was incredible. I mean, but... It, but the weird thing about it is that I have it's been a good year for great movies all right mm-hmm. there have been a few that have come out one after the other that have just been incredible and for me uh, there was rocket man there was ad astra and now joker i mean it's just it was a thing of its own uh, it's got so many layers it's got so much depth joaquin phoenix was so incredible i'm so shocked that this comes from todd phillips of all people um, it looked beautiful. It was. It was just. It was. It was uh, painful to watch in a great way, uh, in the opposite of Rambo way. You know, it was hard to to watch because he was suffering so much. It was uncomfortable to see him laugh. It was uncomfortable to see him suffer like that. And then you understood why he lost his mind and became so violent. But at the same time, it never made me feel like he that that it didn't make me want to praise him, which is the one criticism that people have. Uh, it just it seemed like a warning uh, about what can go wrong when people are mistreated. But as a film, just as a film, it was absolutely incredible. I loved it. I. I still don't like it's one of those things where I'm still kind of processing my feelings towards this movie. Uh, I think artistically speaking, it has it has it is amazing. Right. I could not keep my eyes off the movie throughout the the duration of the film. It's visually amazing. The performances are amazing. The design is amazing. What it's kind of just just the feeling of that movie is just so intense but also, th- while watching the whole movie, 
I did not like how I felt watching the movie. Yeah, you said that you can't watch it again. I that was really interesting to me because you are a very sensitive person. I am. <laughs> you are. And I don't mean this like I am half joking, yes. okay? Uh, but you are actually a very sensitive person. You yep. feel. You yes. really do feel. Yes. And you're kind of like a bellwether for things at times. So when you said that I can't watch this movie again, it was an indication of just how heavy it is. It is. It is incredibly heavy. Like I wouldn't say this movie is enjoyable, right? I, but the thing is that I did find it enjoyable. Right. Because even though it was heavy, it was so artful. And it by was enjoyable, so I don't done. mean like, you know, it needs to be entertaining and funny. That's not what I mean by enjoyable, right? It's the type of movie where you need to go afterwards and watch Paddington to, yeah. to put a smile on your face. I, which I did. <laughs> which is such a great movie. Please watch Paddington 2 if you wonderful, haven't watched Wonderful film. Paddington wonderful. 2. But like I was saying, this movie, it feels kind of like... Gro- not gross is in the word. I, I, it's again, like I said, it's hard to kind of describe how I felt watching this film, okay, and le- which makes me think that do I dislike this film? Because like the feelings that I had weren't good feelings. But I don't think you're supposed to feel good about it. This is the this is the thing about this film. This is why I think it's actually very timely. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about North, uh, about the United States. There's a lot of problems societally with uh, with with violence and mm-hmm. guns, and there's a lot of problems with people who feel like they're being ignored, and uh, there's a lot of problems with the media manipulating uh, these feelings for for one political reason or another. There's also issues about the disparity of wealth, and there's issues with that gap growing bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, yes, this film takes place in the past, right? Yes. But that society that they're representing in Gotham is very very sick. And there is a huge gap between the haves and the have-nots. And there are a lot of people who feel alienated. So in that sense, there is a lot of relevance to what's happening today. Because of that, I think it's an important film to have today because it shines a light on the dangers of that happening. I do believe, though, that it's not actually saying anything about any of these things. Like, all those things that we just described are things that Gotham is about from the beginning, right? That's something that they talk about in Batman Begins. That's why they need the Batman. Uh, it's the same thing yeah. that they're talking about. There's nothing new being said. Like no, but, but, but what is new... What is new no, no, but what is new is that Joker is one of the people. So what's new is that Joker, the protagonist here is of the society and he is beaten down by it he is a member of the 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 the, the victimized masses but whereas in other versions of the joker uh it's almost like he's almost this larger than life creature but he's not really victimized one by the rich no right? no he's victimized by yeah he, or, he is don't forget because the funding gets yeah, funding gets pulled for his treatment yeah that's an example of it it's just a very small thing though like it this movie like i said kind of flirts with these things but, but, but even but even bruce wayne bruce wayne uh, and and uh, the problems between bruce wayne and his mother you could, yeah. You could say that he feels like... But then you understand that, oh, Bruce Wayne actually didn't do anything. The mother just had a mental problem, yeah. right? And I think what I said about the Joker, I also kind of stand by. I don't think that he... If he had shot somebody in the first scene, and because he was kind of mentally imbalanced from... The, the thing that changed was that he stopped doing his medication and I, then he went all the way. And that's what I felt about it. He was kind of delusional... Pretty much from the beginning of Fine, the movie. Yeah, but look, the, there was a, a major change. In the beginning, he was a victim. 
He was victimized and he was weak. Yes. He was uh he was suffering. So he was he he wasn't he didn't have the strength or the temerity to be able to even hold a gun properly. I mean, when he did play with the gun, it went off by mistake. Yes. So I would I wouldn't have thought I wouldn't have believed that he would he would shoot anybody in the beginning, me personally. Yeah. In the subway car, when he actually does shoot one of his attackers, it was complete. It, it was supposed to come as a complete surprise. It did come as a complete surprise to me because I'd forgotten that he has the gun. Yeah. Uh, and then that was that was his uh, his initiation into purposeful violence, right? Okay. So there had to be that that turning point, right? So even though the seed was already there in terms of his him being unstable, uh, what ended up happening was that he was empowered through violence. I think to become the this Joker. movie becomes would have been a lot more po- like powerful if it was the descent of a decent man into indecency, right? But that's a different story. And I don't think that's what this movie does and I think it is lesser for it. I I haven't heard anyone make this argument and I think it's really interesting right. to be honest. I think that uh Let's look at it from that perspective. Let's say that he was a good person. Yes. Let's say, but but there's nothing to be fair. It's not to say like, that he wasn't. Look, even from the start, let's be fair. He was decent. He even kept saying, "He's like my mother told me that I'm here to make people I happy," guess, and he just kept getting beaten down. So actually, he was a decent. It's person. It's not just about being you know decent, I mean? but it's also it's about a man being like descending into insanity. He is insane from the very beginning. But he, but right? that's. But he the the reason that he's quote unquote insane from the very beginning was because he was he suffered at the hands of his uh, mother's uh, boyfriend yes. as a child, and he was found uh, handcuffed to the radiator you and could beaten. Still, beaten you could senseless. still have those things kind of repressed there, yeah. but he is a quote unquote normal person who then becomes I. For some reason, maybe this is just my expectation. Okay, that's so what, what saying, I thought this movie. So, would have so what you're be. saying is that you think it might have been better if he had been a normal, quote yes. unquote, person who then descended. Yeah, imagine he was a guy who was a street clown, and then these things start happening to him, and as slowly he starts to unravel. This movie, he's unraveled right from the beginning. Okay, right? so I think that that would have been less believable. Right? Why? Because I feel like the groundwork. For someone to become so insane by the end, yes. right? Y- you needed to have such deeper uh, wounds already there. You uh, could that, still have you know some. I mean? You could still have those past wounds in there, right? I don't think it would have been so strong. Think, uh, I think it would have been a much better film if that's what it would have been. It would have been a stronger f- instead of saying crazy people be crazy. Like that's kind of what it feels like. The if you're talk if you're talking about making a point, the movie would have made such a stronger point, saying that hey, look, anybody can be led to. But then, how could you, for example, right? in this in this movie, there are certain things that. I hear what you're saying. The statement yes. would have been stronger. Right. The statement of saying anybody could be pushed yes, to exactly. this corner right. would have been an interesting one. And there but in this case, I don't think that that's, I really don't think that's a statement that it would have even tried to make. I really do think that there is a statement over here about people ignoring mental illness. And I say this, you know, I have in, in my family, I've experienced yes. uh, mental illness. Uh, you know, my brother has suffered from mental illness and I've seen the way that people have treated him and I've seen the way that he he was ignored and, and, and looked down on. And this movie reminded me a lot 
of the way that people mistreat the mentally ill. And I think the problem is that at the same time, this movie looks down on mentally ill people. I don't see it looking down on mentally like, ill people. I didn't, as someone who has that, like, I'm primed for that, right? Yes. I didn't feel like it was looking down on mentally ill people. I felt like there were so many times in the movie where, you know, there was this one joke in the book, right? Yeah. When he says, the funniest thing about mental yes. illness is, what is it? Is people... Pe- People not thinking that you... that People want you to pretend that you're not mentally ill. Something, something like along that, yeah. those lines. The funniest thing about mental illness is that people thinking that you're not. The funniest thing about being mentally ill is people thinking that you're not or something like that. Yeah. Right? And 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 that's the case. That is that is true. And I, when I saw that, I was like, that is... That is such a deep insight because it is actually really, uh, it really is a reflection of what happens. But then again, at the same time, it's it's kind of saying like, look at this mentally ill person. He's he turned he turned he he was bad. He was evil. Look at this mentally in, ill mother. Let me actually give you an example. So there's like the short guy in the movie, right? Yeah. And so uh, there is the other guy who keeps making fun of the short guy, right? And you're supposed to feel terrible right you go like oh my god this person's awful he keeps making these jokes at the short guy's expense right yeah but then the movie goes on to make a short joke itself right with the jumping when he's running and he's like you're supposed to laugh at that Mm. right and that's what this movie kind of is it's kind of like oh okay so i guess you're not being saying that hey look at how awful like this person's being bullied i think that's one of the only jokes in the entire movie like that's that's like one of the only funny moments in the entire movie and it comes right after a brutally violent scene like it feels like this movie is a bully that's being anti-bullying like it doesn't work like it it there's just such a weird like mad clash Mm. of like Mm. ideas here and i feel like that's what it is about the mentally ill that's what it is about bullying or the short person and there are just all these examples of this of this thing, it's that's a really interesting way to, to look at it. You know, like, and, and it's actually I didn't I didn't clock that when I was watching it. But you're right. Yeah, it is saying one thing, but then doing that very thing. Right. It is saying, you know, uh, you shouldn't be making fun of the 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 short guy, and then making him try to jump up and not being able to the door, uh, being able to open the door. It is saying you shouldn't abuse the mentally ill, but then it makes this mentally ill person be a complete psychopath. Exactly. Right. So so I do I do see that, but. I don't know. I I don't know Todd Phillips. Yeah. I've never met him. I know, you know, all I know is the movies that he's made and yes. what I've read about him yes. uh, in in, you know, in the press or whatever, yeah. like, you know, uh the stories that I've heard about him. Okay. Right? I don't know any of these stories. So, in some of the stories that I've heard about Todd Phillips, people, and this is completely like hearsay, like I have no idea if this is true, have said that he's, you know, acted like a bit like a bit of an asshole, okay. at, you know, like uh, taking advantage of, of people at times. Right. Right. Uh, I, I don't know if this is true. Yeah. And I'm not saying that it is. But what I'm saying is that if it was true, right, it would almost be appropriate yeah. that this is the way that he's treating some of these characters in the movie. Yeah. On the one hand, using them to make this point. But on the other hand, he can't help himself but make fun of them at the same time. And you know, I get, and it feels like uh, hypocritical. Right? Yeah, yeah, a little hypocritical. Kinda, exactly. Like, I don't think that it's enough yeah. hypocrisy to hurt the movie or ruin it, really, uh, because I was enamored by the film. Yeah, and uh, I do feel like the greater, the bigger picture still stands. Mm-hmm. But now that you've mentioned it, it's hard for me not to see it. Like I do see what you're saying. Yeah, you know, like, uh, like on the one hand, it's saying 
you know, violence uh, is, is horrendous. This yeah. kind of violence is horrendous. But at the same time, it's celebrating, it's the, celebrating violence. the violence, you know? So it's like, well, you've got it both ways. Can yeah. you have it both ways? Right. You know? And like, that's kind of what I've been, what I meant by it doesn't have a point of view. And maybe right. I didn't put it articulately. You did not. Arguing. You were very, in, you were so <laughs> angry that it just became it's this blathering mass. But that's what I was kind of trying to say. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, how many... Um, Smiles would you give to this? How many smiles? Now that we've had this conversation, it's actually made me rethink, you know, it. I think I would give it a nine. Okay. I would give it a nine, which is like, yeah, you know, I was going to go for like 9.5, you know? I would not give it less than nine. I I really thought it was so beautifully done and brilliantly executed. The reason I don't give it like that extra push was because there is a lot of hypocrisy in it and I do feel like as a matter of substance yeah. it was missing that uh, it was a bit kind of uh, dishonest in some in that in that way but as a film in terms of the way that it's put together in terms of the choices that they made of how to justify the Joker's laughter of how to connect him to Bruce Wayne uh, Joaquin Phoenix was incredible yeah. in fact I really enjoyed all of the actors in it uh, the way it was paced the music the look all of that is so brilliant that yes I will give it a nine I I'm st- I still haven't completely been able to process my feelings towards this movie, so it's kind of really hard for me to give it a like a number, and so like I'm gonna give it right now. I'm gonna give it like a seven point nine. Okay. Okay, but I feel like tomorrow it'll be a different number, so it's nothing. It's not something I stand by at all. Much like this movie, which doesn't stand <laughs> by anything. Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. It really helps us grow the community and the podcast. Um, your support is the wind beneath our clown shoes. Yeah? yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And please share it with your friends, and we'll see you next week.